0: So good morning, this is Minnie and Renee. Hey Minnie, Yeah. did you
1: hear about the two baked beans that hitchhiked around Australia? No. They ended up in cans. (laughs) 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 Hey everybody, we are not in the office today. This is a pre-recording, but we've put together a best of. For this morning's show. So we do hope you enjoy.
0: Absolutely. Enjoy the public holiday. Enjoy the rest and the sunshine and all the good things. And we'll be back with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Good morning and welcome back to The Brekkie Show. You're on Faith FM, positively different news. Today, It you are with Minnie. Carly. And Mitch. Again. Happy days, Dream Team. Um, how are you guys feeling? I'm good. Warm. Oh. <laughs> warm? Are you warm?
2: Oh, it's comfortable in here.
0: Oh, well it is. I have like many layers on, so I'm comfortable. <laughs> but you're sitting here with like shorts and shirt. That's great. What are you guys thankful for? I'm thankful
1: for it was a beautiful sunrise this morning. Mm. It yep, was. We've had a lot of cloudy days recently and driving this morning I was like, We got some sunshine happening and some colour. Mm. It was beautiful.
2: Very nice. Good to good to watch it while we while we waited for Min to come out.
0: Yeah, look, look. Sometimes I don't wake up to my alarm. In fact, and it's a pretty quick like, ah, get up, get dressed, get out. And because these guys were picking me up, I was just like, um, look, I'm just waking up. <laughs> we were chilled. We Which, weren't in a rush. It was yeah. fine. No, that's <laughs> right. We still got here in heaps time. But you know what I'm thankful for? Didn't have a great one last night, but I'm thankful for a good sleep. Like you know when mm. you do, and you just wake up, you're like, I'm refreshed. I was thinking about that. In in the early hours of this morning when I was not sleeping, we were like, do you know how good it feels <laughs> when you wake up? And you're like, oh, well, that was a good sleep. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can be thankful for things that we don't yet have.
1: <laughs> right. This is true. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that wasn't this morning. I woke up this morning, I was telling these guys in the car, from a pretty distressing dream where just nothing at radio was happening as it should. And you know when it feels just totally real? mm yeah, it wasn't, thankfully. Mm, luckily, yeah. <laughs> but I woke up just being like, oh, no, it's all the worst. <laughs> um, but I have pretty vivid dreams and they're pretty weird. Do you guys dream much? Oh, every, all, uh, all the not time. Not so much.
2: Not so much. Mm.
0: Mm. Do you remember them if you yeah, dream? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Are
1: they weird? Sometimes very. Sometimes they feel very normal and then you wonder if you had that conversation <laughs> with the person. Weird. <laughs> I don't know
3: this is a reminder you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on faith fm if you would like to listen to the live show alive and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on faith fm breakfast show then simply download the faith fm app available on apple or android platforms
0: perfect and i've got some news stories coming up for you we will get to that soon we're talking about some jericho marching with some trump supporters which should. Yeah, bit of an interesting mix. Um, but we will be back in a second. This is Evan Craft, Danny Gokie with there's Bill a name Rice.
4: That can every fear there's a love that embraces the heartache, the pain and the tears. Through my faith and my doubting, I know one thing for sure. His word is unfailing, his promise secure. Told i start again. Everything will be alright. The whole world's in his hands. Your whole world's in his hands. In the darkness, in the trials. He's faithful and he is true. The whole world's in his hands. It's all i start
5: Father, you say everything's gonna be alright, but my circumstances say I won't last through the night. I need you word to hold me now, I need You to pull me through. I need a miracle, a breakthrough. I need You. They say You hold the whole universe in Your hand, but my world's falling apart like it is made of sand. Am I small enough to slip through the cracks? Can You take my broken pieces and put them back? Give me faith, You believe, You are on my side. Open my eyes to see You working in my life. And tell my soul it is well, oh. Y todo va a estar bien. Everything will be alright. The whole world's in his hands. Your whole world's in his hands. In the darkness, in the trials. He's faithful and he's true. Your whole
4: Sé que voy a salir de esta odisea. Sé que voy a ganar esta pelea. Sé que va a cesar esta marea temporaria. Que en ti yo viviré una vida extraordinaria. Y aunque no pueda entender, me consuela saber que todo va a estar bien. Todo va a estar bien. Everything will be alright. The whole world's in his hands. The whole world's in his hands.
5: trials. He's faithful and he's true. Your whole world's in his hands. You don't the whole world in his hands he's got the whole wide world in his
4: head todo el mundo en su mano está todo el mundo en su mano está todo el mundo en su mano está
1: Good morning and welcome back. You are with us here on The Brecky Show and we are moving into our quiz of the day. Today's quiz is What Book Am I? Clue number one for this morning. Here you find Pharaoh's capturing Giza. He set it on fire and later gave it as a wedding gift to his daughter. Interesting choice. Does that mean there'd be no city actually left? Like you just give yeah. land? Is that what that means? I would have questions if I was his daughter. <laughs> it's rubble.
2: Like you're <laughs> giving, here you go. Have some, hey. debris. <laughs> some debris.
1: some debris. <laughs> have a great life. All the best. Lots of love, Dad. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Anyway, have a think about it. Mm. Let us know your thoughts on either of these two options. You can call in at 1800 324 843 or give us a text at zero four nine one zero six four double six nine. And just letting you know what you're calling in to receive, we have today for you the book As Light Lingers by Nina Atchinson. And just to let you know what's involved in this book, because it's an excellent book, maybe you've asked these questions. Where do I start in my Bible? Is there any difference between reading and studying or or Basking in the Bible? How can I get to know the person behind the words on the pages of my Bible? In this book, you will find encouragement, advice, and practical strategies, and you'll also discover how basking in the power of God's Word will make you want to linger with God because time with Him is so sweet. So have a think about the clue and get in touch with us. Love to hear from you. Mm. All right, Mitch,
0: give us some good news.
2: Some good news. I've got a bit of a heartwarming story for you this morning. A family from Asheville, North Carolina, have a Christmas tradition where they will try to find a person or an organization to help out, normally to focus on away from cancer. Mm. Um, So now, just him, his siblings, and his grandmother, they realize that that the Christmas time of year would be stressful for that family. So they got in touch and um, got the Christmas list for the young boy of that family, and something that uh, this family's young boy and um, and the family from Asheville's young boy, the top of their of both of their Christmas list was a hoverboard. It's kind of like a skateboard, but like motorized, mm, and you can just sort nice. of zip around. They're a lot of fun. Um, both of them had a hoverboard at the top of the list, but you know hoverboards being very expensive, they explained the story to their son and asked him if he would be willing to give up his hoverboard for this little boy.
6: Oh. Hmm.
2: This little boy, who is only, I think, nine years old at the time, immediately said yes. It's immediately. Like, yeah. Because at that age, it's it's a little bit, you know, it's not natural to kind of like think of others first, yeah. which I think is fantastic. So... What uh, the heartwarming part of this story is this little boy's reaction to this. Immediately after saying yes, he goes and he writes a letter to Santa asking Santa to give his gift to this little boy oh, instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. It's like, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Redirect. Here's yeah. the address. Thank you.
0: You mail too. Yeah. yeah. I love kids because, like, Kids can actually be a bit feral (laughs) Like they can be You know, I I think kids are the pinnacle of creation That's absolutely Mm. just an opinion It's Mm -hmm. not biblical I just think they are But they can be mean Mm. And they can be bratty And they can be selfish But then they also have this streak right Where they're like No Yeah Like have my thing You know like Mm. they they can be so incredibly caring And just have real open hearts Mm -hmm. Um, That's a really good story Thank you. That's, yeah.
2: I found it on the internet.
0: Yes, yay internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is... The, actually, did you guys ever have Christmas lists as, as kids? Was that I think you guys did? I still do. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell's like, what? As
1: kids? What are you talking <laughs> about?
0: <laughs> That's not a thing now. <laughs> no, see, I don't think I ever did. And, like, you listeners know I'm a bit of a Grinch. I, um... Yeah, get to Christmas, I'm like, mm, bit average. Really, really, but... mean? Yeah, not a Christmas fan? Oh,
1: shall, shall we delve into that or just leave that for another <laughs> hey, day? Let's, let's leave that for another day.
0: But... Can,
1: can I just can I just say, look, Min's all about, and I won't take a long tangent on this, however, as much as she says, look, Christmas isn't the best thing in the world, Go on, then. this year Go on, she then. helped the, the Christmas tree get set up at my house and I was like, Min, I'm not... No, is it no, the reality no, of what you're doing? Is this how you actually feel or is it your words that you've shared for so many months before Christmas I reject
0: this mm-hmm. I reject this story <laughs> Carly likes to tell this story but what happened it's true it's what, all true yeah there was manipulation you can't deny
2: the facts man
0: we nearly took a photo and then I was like ah <laughs> oh, missed that opportunity <laughs> okay let me just set the record straight <laughs> when a small human who was Carly's nephew mm, still is incidentally yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Carly's suggestion was like hey ask me if she wants to help put it you don't say no like and he just was very cute. I was mm. like, "Will you have to I was like, "Well, yes, that I That would will. have gone
2: great. Would you help set up the Christmas tree? <laughs> Actually, I don't believe in
0: Christmas.
1: <laughs> and I'm leaving. See <laughs> <So> you never. <laughs> um. mm. She did a great job. She was smiling while she did it, too. Yeah. Oh, look, mm-hmm. look, we're
0: going to move on. What's your story, Carly? <laughs> okay, yeah, look, you. What look, do you have to tell let's
1: us? About? Let's <laughs> move on. Okay, let me tell you about a fantastic gentleman. His name is Ramu Dossapati. I apologize for probably mispronouncing that. However, he earns his living as a corporate HR executive. And the really cool thing is, one day he was headed into the shops to buy some things for his son's birthday party. And while he was there, he met another lady who was spending $2,500 on buying chicken.
0: Which is a lot. Which is a lot. That's and a lot so he thought,
1: hang on a sec, what's going on here? And she was actually a security worker at a camp for migrant workers and she was actually buying this chicken as a treat for them mm. and as they'd run out of food. And so when he asked about her salary, she said she got 6000 and here she is spending that much money on other people who actually needed it as well. And so it's like, hang on a sec, if she can do this, then I should be able to do something as well. Mm-hmm. And so he actually went back with her to the camp and made a list of 200 people who needed food and supplies. And then realised that actually his initial thought of what he would invest was something, um, he needed a lot more than that. And so he actually cashed in his retirement fund and worked with a local merchant to open up a rice ATM. So people would come and they would just dole out all of this food and supplies that they needed. And he actually went to the point, because he was planning on moving into a larger house with his family, and he'd actually sold a parcel of ancestral land to secure the funding for this but when he heard that another group of workers had come with the blessings of his family, he actually put those plans on hold and he ended up spending $61,000 of his personal money mm. on making sure that these migrant workers because they actually had what they needed and as well with 2020 being so hard and the restrictions yeah. that COVID brought in, it's just, yeah, he just realised that there was a need and he said, you know what, I have the resources to fill this and I will do that. And it's just amazing the generosity. And I then the flow on effect.
0: Yeah. Mm. And what I love is like stories like that where it's like an individual who's like, I'm gonna do a thing to help. Mm. I was I was watching, reading. I oh, know, there was some story the other day, um, about a guy from Britain who can't get back because of COVID he's stuck in Taiwan, maybe. Mm. And he was just like, Well, if I'm gonna be stuck here, <laughs> need to buy a rowboat. Guess he guess he does Naturally. some boating. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as soon as he starts going down the river, he starts seeing some, you know, some rubbish and stuff. He goes, Oh, I'm gonna, you know, pick it up and whatnot. And it started this, yeah, again, flow and effect of other, you know, fishermen or whoever being like, oh, yeah, maybe we could collect stuff too. Mm. And I love that it starts, not that I think, you know, government shouldn't, you know, make laws and like try to be better. But I actually think you have significant change, like stuff like this, when it comes from the ground up, Mm. where someone goes, this is a need, it's on my heart to do, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, you know, because yep. that's sixty one thousand I don't, I don't think I've ever had sixty one thousand dollars. <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> I think that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, to just give
0: away. I was like, mm, that's not, yeah, a, you know, but yeah, yeah, that's that's generosity, right? Yeah,
1: that's and exactly here in this situation where he's going, you know what, I'd, I i do not know, I don't know his personal funds, mm. but i you know, when you read that he's actually cashed in he's his retirement fund in. and he's put family plans on hold yeah. in terms of where they will actually live is like this is actually more important that's significant yeah. which is amazing
0: yeah absolutely Yeah. would you do it nah again, <laughs> ask, oh, yeah. oh God, we'll think about <laughs> it right. tell, us, tell us on the radio <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> just lock in an answer right here this morning
0: <laughs> nah that's huge but mm. I think and I think we are called like as Christians to be a little bit more risk takers than we normally are which mm. can be hard um, anyway don't know that guy's background we're going to listen to Ellie Holcomb with We Have This Hope
6: We've got this hope. We've got a future. We've got the power of the resurrection living within. We've got this hope. We've got a promise that we'll
2: to the morning show. Uh, we're joining you for your commute or your day at home this morning if you're still on holidays. Welcome back. Carly's going to set us up with another clue.
1: righty, thank you Mitchell. So today we are doing the What Book Am I? So have a think, what Bible book is this referring to? Clue number two. This is a quote from the book itself. Solomon built a high place for Shemosh, the detestable god of Moab, and for Moloch, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Interesting. How well do you know your Bible? That is a quote from the book that we are trying to guess this morning. If you have a thought, have a or contact us. Give us a call on 1800 324 843 or flick us a text at 0491 064 669. And the prize that's up for grabs this morning is the book by Nina Atchinson, as Light Lingers. A wonderful book. Give us a call or flick us a text.
0: Absolutely. I'm just not sure about that answer. Mm. Well, I don't like to hear with confidence until I'm actually confident. Like you know the whole thing. can so f- make it. I'm. I'm not about that life. I'm like, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> probably doesn't help my cause. But I was like, could be this. Could be this. Could be this. I don't know. I'll I just. I just, just wait. I like That's cool. Could could be be this. This. I have options. <laughs> I have no idea. I've
2: never heard of that
0: city before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look. Also, we were discussing off air. There's. Is a chance that when we do these quizzes, we often butcher the names of places mm, and people. We but
1: did. I apologise.
0: I just, I don't know if you guys know what the rules are for, like how to pronounce Bible names. Let us know because we it must be could rules. be
2: pronouncing David completely wrong.
0: <laughs> <right. laughs> well, I've heard who was I was using someone. Is she from Pakistan? And she was calling him, like, David. And I was like, ooh. But I, was I like, like Is that, that a Pakistani version? I don't know. Mm. I like that version. That names, Let's go names, with that one.
1: Yeah. What about
2: everybody that names their kids David and then, like, halfway through the kid's life that we've been pronouncing his name completely <laughs> so wrong. So sorry,
0: Davy. This whole time. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, look. Better tell you, some, you guys some news stories. So Christmas Island, it's a detention center. It was closed for a little bit. Um, But last August it reopened Um, and this week,
6: hmm,
0: what happened? Yeah, riots erupted and they left parts of the the facility in flames. Um, Two buildings were set alight as the detainees said they're burning the roof because they're sick and tired of being treated like nothing. No one cares about us. This is how frustrated people are in detention and they're sick of being treated like dogs. Arab people, white people, African people, they're sick of being treated like dogs. We're human beings, which I actually thought was like pretty hectic. Mm. And we've seen this actually a lot. Like we saw stuff last year, there were rights. I'm not saying rights are the way to go. Oh, but just going to side note really quickly. I was listening to a podcast this week and they made this really interesting comment. And they were like, if the, oh, how to go? If the purpose of our existence is to be seen, known, and loved, but I feel like if you haven't heard me, you haven't seen me. And I was like, hmm. Then that landed me down another tangent. I'm just giving my opinion here, by the way. Nice. This is like starting to the actual news. And then it reminded me of that, um, is an African (laughs) proverb that people talk about where they're like, the child who does not feel, the child who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth.
7: Ooh. Which is hectic. And I've just been thinking about these
0: things, like when people react in really hectic ways. I was like, well, Is it because, yeah, they they have this feeling of you're not seeing my humanity, you're not hearing my distress. Mm. And so it's like, what's my response? I just get angry and do crazy things. Anyway, this was just like a thought that I had about as I was reading this story. But Mm. yeah, so it was pretty hectic. There are these fires. The Australian Border Force officers um, were still working to restore order yesterday, even though it started on Tuesday morning. Um, the Refugee Action Coalition said that the tension has been building up over weeks and escalated dramatically in the 24 hours leading up to the riot. So whatever happened, people just fed up. Um, this facility was, as I said, reopened last August. Um, basically because some people who were in immigration detention would be temporarily transferred from the mainland, the argument was that the COVID pandemic um, impeded its ability to deport illegal arrivals, but it adds um, added strain on mainland detention centres. Again, the Refugee Action Coalition have argued draconian treatment during the detention, which has physically and mentally damaged the well-being of long-term detainees, while the Australian border um, people said that the transferred have been convicted of serious crimes. Which, again, am just going to side note here, this is a really interesting idea that I find. And I'm not condoning, like, doing anything illegal, hmm. But I just have a question. Like, what does it look like when we go, you did this, therefore you deserve this? Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, because at what point do we strip away people's dignity and humanity? Because like, oh, well, you made the choice. Mm. Like, and I think we see this often in our justice system. You, you kind of have either restorative or punitive.
1: Mm.
0: I don't know where the balance is of how that looks, but I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. again, that's a personal opinion. You guys can disagree with me. That's okay. Tell me your thoughts. But... I feel like it's the restorative justice where you see transformation happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Long term. Yeah, long term. That's right. Like punitive, it gets like there's consequence and look, we actually need consequence of our actions or we don't learn. Mm. Like at least I don't. <laughs> right. Often learn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just I found this interesting. They're like, well, they're illegal. Like, so mm. these are the consequences. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. um and George Newhouse, who is a principal solicitor of the National Justice Project has said that the federal government has a policy of keeping detainees in harsh and inhumane conditions to force them to leave Australia. And so this disturbance should not come as a surprise to the leaders. Um, there's essentially cut off from civilization, their support, and their loved ones, um, which, yeah, it's pretty hectic. Mm. Um, I don't know a lot about Christmas Island. I've heard bits and pieces. It's never really good, ever. So that leaves me with question marks. And you know what? I am. No, I'm on the radio. I'm going to just say what I want. I have the microphone. <laughs>
1: no. You do. Go for
0: it. <laughs> no, no, take it with a grain of salt. But I did find it interesting Years in, well, 2016. No, 15. Anyway, there was a year, a few years ago, I went over to Ireland. I was doing some prac teaching. It was awesome. As I was coming back, um, I visited a friend in London. She was like, oi, we're going over to France. And I was like, sweet. And she was like, come. So I was like, all right. We went over and we visited this refugee camp in Calais, which I think has since um, – Been pulled down, but oh man, it was so hectic being there. Like there were a lot of people who were trying to get over illegally, but I remember coming coming away, and I just felt like sickeningly privileged because I was like, Mm. man, I don't even want to go back to Australia. And there are people here who are trying to swim across the water between France and England for the hope of a better life, of the sort of society. It's not the same. I don't even want to go back to. Mm. And I was like, oh. And I I just heard some people's stories, and I was like, this is intense. Um, and I think it just gave me a, a real deep level of compassion for people who um, maybe aren't making the best choices to get places, but I'm like, man, when you're desperate, you mm. do dumb things. Yeah. And we don't know people's stories We as don't know well, people's so stories. So the background? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, that was a very personal, <laughs> like, just opinion piece. Mm. Um, and another story which I, look, I find it fascinating the way Australia does follow American politics. I don't follow it that greatly. But this story is about a Jericho march which happened. So a throng of religious supporters of Donald Trump uh, kicked off this march, marching around the U.S. Capitol in imitation of the biblical story where they march around Jericho. Mm. Um, weird fusion of, like, faith, nationalism and Trump fandom. So, you know, some were wearing the house to make America great again. They were, you know, waving flags, held signs like Donald first Goliath. <laughs> um, Others were just there, just spread out their arms and just belted out, "How great is our God?" Just, just interesting to me. Like, I don't know. I anyway, I was going to make a remark, better not. We are on radio, <laughs> um, but among other reasons, this has had criticism because some people of the group weren't wearing face masks and they were all singing, and they were like, "COVID's still a thing." Um, there is a broader conservative protest that was to take place in Washington voicing opposition to Joe Biden's victory. Um, and the regi- the religious display is in sharp contrast to what happened at a previous Jericho march in December when Trump supporters attacked houses of worship, tearing down banners like things of, like, Black Lives Matter. One of the signs of the Black Lives Matter was torched. Again, that doesn't actually help people want to come and interact and get to know each other's, mm. as you said, story. Like, what's yeah. your side? Where are you coming from? Um, one woman from this re- recent march said she joined because she wants to stand stand for religious freedom and to keep God at the forefront of the country, believing there was cheating in the 2020 election results and that the people's freedom is being removed. Another person said they worship God, not President Trump, but they support him because he won the, won the elections, and it makes them feel as a citizen, it makes them feel angry as a citizen that someone could cheat on the elections. Lots of emotions going on over there. Like it's all a bit hectic, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I'm just not convinced that getting this angry is—I don't think it's a helpful way to deal with your frustration. Yeah, I'll say it like that, like mm. you know, I, I think it, it puts up a lot more barriers than it brings down. Um, and I don't know—I had a friend recently; she's living in Ireland, and she messaged me just the other day saying, like, I don't mind the story of Jesus, but Christians suck at living that life. And I was like, you know what? Sad but true. Like mm. often we we go to the animosity real quick. Anyway, we're going to move on. This is of Blythe Peppers with Search For Me. Sit beside
7: me while I weep. I'm crying to you
6: on bended knee. I know you are there, though far you seem. So I'm clean. I search for
2: Welcome back to Faith FM. Sorry if you've had a bit of an uh, issue hearing us over the last little while. We've had some issues, but hopefully they are resolved now. Uh, love to have you listening, and uh, we're stoked that you're here. Carly, we've got a bit of a, a next clue. We do, Mitchell. Us.
1: Yes, absolutely. So if you have just joined us, again, just reminded reminder that it's What Book Am I? So we're having a think. Which Bible book are we referring to? Our next clue is also a quote, and it goes like this. Surely he is a God... Perhaps he is deep in thought, or busy, or travelling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. Maybe this is jogging your memory for a particular password. Say
0: it again. Say that. Just uh, just clue one more time.
1: Surely he is a god. Mm -hmm. Perhaps he is deep in thought, or busy, or Mm -hmm. travelling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. Have a think. Min's, have, Min's got a thinking face I do. in full well, force. I don't know. This mm. is
0: very frustrating. Oh
1: Well, let's see if our listeners know what we are referring to, which book of the Bible. If you do have a thought on that, uh, the number to call is 1800-324-843. That's 1800 324 843, if you would like to text, that's 0491 064 And if you do contact us with the correct answer, your prize today is a wonderful book called As Light Lingers by Nina Atchinson. An excellent book that will help you to experience the Bible in a whole new way as well, basking in God's love. So have a think, get in contact with us. Mm.
0: Okay, it is time for our interview of the day. Today we have Tom Kent. Hey, Tom.
3: Hey, how are you guys going?
0: Yeah, look, we're pretty well. We're pretty stoked that you could join us. I gave Tom a pretty last minute. Hey, Tom, you have an awesome story. You're a top fella. Do you want to come be our interview? And he said yes, because he's a top fella. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But okay, so Tom, for those of our listeners who don't know you, who are you? Like, where are you currently based? What are you currently doing?
3: Yeah, so um, I'm Tom Kent. And I'm Fantastic. originally from a, a city in Queensland called Toowoomba, yeah. um, which, is, which is a good city. Um, I'm currently on the Central Coast at the moment, um, and I'm a student at Avondale studying chaplaincy.
0: Nice. But you yeah. are not going to be on the Central Coast for too much longer, I believe, because no. you were at our church and now you're not, which is very sad <laughs> <Yeah>. for us. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, moving up to the northern rivers, uh, moving up to um, just around Ballina Byron area, and just going to be ministering there, which will be fun and exciting. So, yeah, that's that's the the next the next step, I guess.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, Tom, tell us a bit of your story. So, I kind of know you from um, we were both at a church in Toowoomba, and then didn't see you for a few years. And the next time I did we were kind of at this Bible college together um, arising Kingscliff and you had had kind of your own journey with Jesus, but yeah, give us some of the background. Like you grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. Like what, what impact did that have for you? Give it, give us a story time.
3: Yeah, no, for sure. So I, I grew up in a seventh day Adventist home. um, And it was, it was a blessing. There was, there was so many um, things that I learned that was so valuable and I, um is still very useful to me obviously today um having that um family unit was was a huge blessing and, and going to church going to pathfinders which is kind of like scouts for those that may not know what pathfinders is um going on campouts um just all the different youth programs attending that was that was really fun um and i i guess it kind of started when i was a child um I don't know how old I was. I wasn't at school, so maybe like four years old. Um, basically, what happened is I really liked Hot Wheels cars, and um, I like was pleading with my mum to get me this this specific car. She got it for me, um, and I was just like riding it around, you know, having fun with your Hot Wheels cars, you do. And then I just like kind of paused for a second. And I remember throwing it into the little toy box, going back to my mum, and just being like, Mom, I feel like there's something missing. Whoa. Um, yeah, I know. Super weird that this is just, it's very vivid in my memory. And I remember her, She was she was doing some cleaning or something and she just paused for a second. And this is all she said, Tom, what's missing is Jesus. Whoa. In your heart, and then she just like kept cleaning, and I was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> I don't even know what that fully means, right?"
0: Nice. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I didn't completely comprehend that, but what that kind of like is so vivid in my memory because the journey from there to where I am today was a path of of looking for that missing thing, right? Like looking for that fulfillment. Mm. Um, and as I grew up. Uh, through school, going through um, Darling Downs Christian School, Toowoomba, which was a huge uh, blessing as well, an awesome school. I was always looking for that f- sense of fulfilment, whether it be through friends, whether it be through relationships, whether it be through sport, whatever it be through. Um, I was looking to find that thing that would that would fulfil me, um, and it kind of reminds me of a verse in Jeremiah chapter two in verse 13, uh, which says that uh, God's speaking, and he says, My people have um, committed two evils. Uh, the first evil is that they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. Mm. And secondly, they've, they've made for themselves broken wells that can hold no water. Um, and, and this is really the, the crux of it f- for me, was that I was going to different wells to try and fulfill me, but they were broken. And they couldn't hold any water, and I wasn't finding any fulfilment, um, and so that kind of um, happened and intensified in my uh, high school experience through, yeah, different relationships, through um, certain addictions and different things. And I remember, um, I remember there was a youth program. There was there was two specific things um, that really triggered it for me to to really question. Um, about what's going on in my life, and really try and like really look for and seek for God. <clears throat> uh, the first one was a youth program that I went to, and a man by the name of Julian Archer was was sharing, and he was sharing on um <clears throat> he was sharing on relationships and um how they just like they. They find their fullest fulfillment in God. And at the same time, he was sharing on a, a book called um, Messages to Young People. And I remember just thinking, man, I, I want what this guy is, is talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I remember just getting that book and reading it. Um, and yeah, that's, that kind of launched into that seeking for God. But I also remember another time when I was in high school. Um, I was down at my grandfather's farm at the time. And my grandma was there and my, my parents and my, my family. And I remember making a joke just around my around my grandma. And I remember making a joke and, and it was kind of like – it was, it, was, it was just on that verge. It was just a not, not funny joke. Um, they didn't really laugh. I thought they were going to laugh, but they didn't. And so, it just kind of moved on. But anyway, I remember I was – because it was a Christmas joke pretty much. I remember I was trying to get to sleep that night. And I just couldn't sleep. Everyone else was sleeping. We're sort of in the same area sleeping because there was quite a number of us. Um, and I just couldn't get to sleep for just hours. And I'm thinking, man, what's going on? Anyway, it's like 11:30 p.m. I start to hear my grandma in her sleep, like <clears throat> like mumbling. I'm like, oh man, what's this? Is like, what's she talking about? Like, I don't, is she talking in her sleep? What's going on? Anyway, I realized that she was praying. I was like, oh, like, oh, she's praying. This is okay. It's fine. So I'm there laying asleep, but then I hear her praying for me. (laughs) And it was just like, so it was like, it was like a dagger in the heart. I was just like, man, this woman's praying for me. I don't know what it was, but I remember just like tears going down my face. And then I just like rolled over and went to sleep. Mm. Um, Throughout my life, I had, I had seen in my, Mum and Dad, I'd seen in my grandpa and grandma. I'd seen through through different people in my family, different people in my life, different people at church. I would seen something different. They were fulfilled, and they were they had this real, genuine relationship with Christ. And um, it's just something I I was you know I was controversial about. I, I was like I don't know if, you know what this is all about. But then I I just more and more. As I was getting older, I wanted what they had, um, and I realized that I didn't have it. Um, And it was true. You know, what my mom said to me back when I was four years old was true. What's missing is Christ. And, yeah, I mean, from there, I just, you know, started praying, started reading my Bible, started reading a book called Messages to Young People, which is a brilliant book, by the way. Um, And I remember uh, just really launching into that and just giving giving everything to God and and um, confessing sin, you know, um, experiencing repentance and yeah. From there, I just started like praying and and um, just asking for God's will to be done in my life. And through a different, there's all these different things that happened. Obviously, we um, don't have all the time in the world, but um, just through different answered prayers, um, I could just see God leading my life down a different pathway. And I ended up there, at Arise, um, and yeah, you know, like when I share this, it it seems like oh, like that was such a rosy um, pathway, but it, it hasn't been. Mm. Um, I just I wanted to share that as well because it's it's been tough at times, and um, even coming through, you know, the Bible College, then out the other end, doing some Bible working and getting to where I am now, it's it's been pretty rough. <laughs> There's been a lot of um, people who got placed in my life that have been a blessing to me and encouraged me on this pathway. Um, but, you know, just like anything, there's there's also, unfortunately and sadly, um, people that can cause discouragement as well. Mm. Um, and I kind of wanted to share a verse, actually, um, about that, because I, I think it's important to just acknowledge that. Um, it says in Matthew 24, verse 12, it says, it's speaking about the end time, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall grow cold. And then verse thirteen is But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Now when we look at this verse it's it's usually just that, you know, okay, iniquity is gonna abound and, and the world's just not gonna love as much as they did before, right? Which is true, like the love grows cold. But when we look at this word love, it's the word agape. And when God describes who he is, he said, like the Bible says, God is love. God is agape. It's this selfless, beautiful love. Um, And Jesus actually says in John chapter 13, verse 35, by this shall men know that you are my disciples, if you have agape for one another. And so Jesus is speaking about this love, this agape that's going to be present in his disciples, in his church, moving towards the end of time. But here Jesus says that, Inside the church doors, that love is going to grow cold. Inside, because that love is the love that um, that shows that you're a disciple. But the the encouragement is endure, mm. continue in God's love, continue in humility, continue to you know just just push through and hold on to Christ. Um, and because there's a lot of that needed, you know, there's a lot of that needed in um, in this walk with Jesus. Um, one more thing that I want to share. Is at the start of last year, um, I thought that God was leading me down a certain path. Um, I thought that I was going to go do a, a trade, and then um, after that, do ministry. And um, it kind of all just fell apart. The trade didn't didn't come together. Um, I tried looking around for, for other people to do a trade with. They just n'ot nah, couldn't do it. When in COVID, kind of messed things around. I started doing some laboring, fitting kitchens, and then I had like a, a back injury three months in. So there was just like doors closing constantly, and I was just thinking, "Man, Lord, where, where, what's going on?" You know. Um, but I look back, and and I remember through that experience, I could look back and I I could see the way God was leading me, and I could just trust, you know. Um, that God was going to continue to lead me in the future. And this is the beautiful thing about making Christ your all. That's really what my story is about, is hmm. is just making Christ my all um, and making him the source of my fulfillment in my life. Um, because at each step of the way, um, just as he is for everyone else who receives him into their heart, um, they can experience that true fulfillment and um, they can hold on to God even when everything else fails, even when everything else seems to fall apart, even when we thought this was the right way.
0: Um, still got us God same. can
3: continue to lead. And yeah, for yeah. sure he's still got us 100%.
0: I heard this quote recently, which was just like, you know, God isn't surprised by our search and that we feel our need. He's just saddened that we try search without him. Um, but we've come yeah. to the end of our time. Wow. Tom, that's been so awesome. Thank you so much for sh- sharing your story. Uh, we're going to move on with the show. This is Ginny Owens with God is Love.
7: Oh, come let
6: us unite and sing. God is love. God is love. Let heaven and earth their praises bring. God is love. God is love. Let every soul from sin awake. Let every heart sweet music make and sing with us for Jesus' sake. God is love. God is love. Oh, sing to earth. Most distant lands God is love
3: God is
6: love In Christ we are Made whole again God is love God is love His blood has washed Our sin away His spirit turns. Day. And with great joy, our hearts can say, God is love, God is love. One day we'll sing with all the saints, God is love, God is God is love God is love While endless ages roll along We'll triumph at the heavenly throne And this shall be our sweetest song God is love
3: I'm Robbie Bergen, and I'm inviting you to tune into my brand new show right here on Faith FM, The Faith Experiment. Join me as I share with you my personal experiment with faith and how September 11, 2001, helped shape my worldview. I've got great giveaways, so join me on Mondays right after the breakfast show right here on Faith FM.
1: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
0: If you're making a road trip up the coast, pop in just off the highway to New Start Juice at 45 William Street, Raymond Terrace. Grab yourself a fresh, healthy juice or smoothie and check out the op shop while you wait. And remember, every day is a fresh, new start.
7: When it all goes quiet And I stop trying To fill all the spaces I remember I hear a still small voice From the one I know Calling me home When it all goes quiet I hear your love calling me I hear your love calling me Nothing sounds as sweet When it all goes quiet When it all goes quiet You remind me Nothing separates us Apart from when I turn away Cause I am your child You reconcile us And you felt nothing for me but love, where do I hide? I hear your love calling me. I hear your love calling me. Nothing sounds as sweet when it all goes quiet. Just waiting, always hoping that I'd remember That I would hear you Well, I hear your love calling me I hear your love calling me Nothing sounds as sweet when it all goes quiet I hear your love calling me Sounds as sweet when it all goes. Sweet